This is the business of pleasure. I live life to enjoy it, and I don't really care what anybody has to say. I come from a family of strong women, and you know, I mean, I just, that's what I know. Because we're scared to talk about it. That is so crazy to me, because at the end of the day, everybody's doing it. People need to stop being so hush-hush about everything right. and so shy about everything because sex is not a bad thing. Welcome to the podcast, The Business of Pleasure, presented to you by Bedroom Candy. Bedroom Candy is a sexual health and wellness company and brainchild of Grammy-winning singer, songwriter, and star of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, Miss Candy Burris. Our host and president of Bedroom Candy Boutique Parties, Nadine Thompson, takes an in-depth look at the people, products, and stories behind the nationwide home party company. New episodes are released Thursdays. Listen, learn, and enjoy. Welcome to this week's episode of The Business of Pleasure. This week we have the honor and privilege of speaking with Bedroom Candy Consultant, Tawanda and Tawanda Saunders-Williams, and we're really excited to have her on the call. This week's episode is a lot of fun, and we're going to have a great conversation with Tawanda, but we're on the road today, so both Tawanda and I are calling in from our cell phones to have this conversation. So it may sound a little different, bear with us, but we're really excited about having Tawanda on the call today as we talk about... Um, bedroom candy, her being a consultant, and her work um, with couples and a bedroom candy toy. So welcome to this week's episode of The Business of Pleasure. Tawanda, welcome to the call. Thank you, Nadine. Oh, <laughs> welcome to this week's episode of The Business of Pleasure. We're really excited. I don't often have a chance to interview many consultants, but I've heard a lot of great things about you. And so I'm really excited about the opportunity to speak with you today. So first of all, I'd love to know, what part of the world do you live in? I currently reside in Norristown, Pennsylvania. Okay. I'm okay. Originally, originally from Philadelphia. Oh, okay. So are you pretty close to Philadelphia? Pretty close, yes. Okay, great, great. And how long have you been a part of the Bedroom Candy community? I actually joined Bedroom Candy about a year and a half ago okay. after attending a conference for Bringing Sexy Back to the Marriage with Gail Crowder. Awesome. We love Gail. She's so incredible, and I love that conference. I think I was there a year and a half ago at that, that one, not the one that just passed, but the one before. Yes. Yeah, so you might have been there at the same time. I was there with your upline, Sonia Benson. Is that how you met Sonia? That's exactly how I met Sonia. I actually took her uh, workshop, and uh, even prior to the workshop, became very interested in uh, the topic of marriage enhancement products in Christian churches. Awesome. So now I get the connection between you and her and uh, your, your specific ministry and Gail Crowder. I get it. I totally understand now. I mean, I think this really speaks to 
the power of networking. And Sonia is particularly very good at networking. I know that many of our consultants love to network. And so this really gives them an op- gives you an opportunity to meet interesting people like yourself. You never know where your next, you know, big business partner is going to come from. It could be when you're standing at a table trying to sell some product and, you know, somebody walks up and it's the perfect kind of business opportunity that they've been looking for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Great. Great. So you've had some tremendous success since you've been at Bedroom Candy in just this year and a half. And I think a year and a half, believe it or not, in the direct selling and party plan industry is a long time um, because our turnover rate can be so high. Uh, People come in, and it's usually hard to engage people within that first 90 days of doing business. There's a lot of turnover in the industry. So when we've got someone like you who comes on and signs up and they've been here for a year and a half, that's tremendously great. Um, At Bedroom Candy, things are a little different. We find that we have really good attrition, and consultants who join up tend to like the company and tend to stay. Um, But you not only stayed, you've been actively working the business. Is that correct? That is correct. That is correct. And it's something that I've come to be more passionate about and enjoy a lot. Great, great. Now, do you host a lot of parties in the area? Oh, it's interesting, Nadine. When I uh, when I joined a year ago, um, it came on the heels of working with uh, pastors and folks in ministry wow. who were married who okay. were having difficulties uh, with intimacy and just didn't have a safe place to talk about it. Um, I'm I'm trained as a couples and family and marriage therapist, and being in ministry. One of the things I know that folks, they want to keep that part of their relationships very sacred and private. Okay. Uh, So actually the weekend that I joined, I had been working with a pastor and his wife, and we talked about, you know, how to bring marriage enhancement products into their intimate relationship. And while I was encouraging them to, you know, go to the store and experience it, you know, the pastor just said flat out, we not we're not going in there. Wow. And so when I decide, okay, well, I'll go, I have a, a good idea about what's happening. And I remember going in there and kind of stepping out and saying, you know, if I had to go um, with my husband, I'm not sure that's not the place that I would want to go. And it's not that the salesperson wasn't helpful, but, you know, honestly, I, I began to think, okay, this is not the person who I would want to talk to about um, the intimacy between me and my spouse. And literally that weekend is when I uh, was at the Bring a Sexy Back to the Marriage Conference and with Gail Crowder, and I met Sonia Benson, and I literally signed up that weekend. Wow. Isn't it interesting how things work? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. From the pastor and his wife, literally from that weekend. Wow. It's so amazing how things work. Now, I, when Sonia spoke to me about you, she first told me that you are a social worker and a child and family therapist, and I was so excited because I'm also, that's my training. And um, tell me, in your years as working as a therapist, have you worked primarily 
in any specific community? Is it urban? Is it mostly black? Do you have a multi-ethnic clientele? What's your experience been like? So early on in my career, I primarily worked with pregnant and parenting teens. Okay. Um, and I had a really wonderful uh, career experience working with the Black Women's Health Project. So always, you know, when I tell my why, like why am I part of the Bedroom Candy pro- uh, Company, one of the things I share is that my first part of my career was with pregnant and parenting teens where I was teaching them about sexual health and safe sex protection. And then now here I am on the the uh, middle part of my career where I'm working with couples and adults, you know, 40, 50, 60, even 70, and we're talking about how to enhance and bring about sexual pleasure in their marriages or in their relationships. Yeah. And so, you know, now um, I get to really, you know, spend more time with people, understand a little more about, you know, where they come from, you know, with the Christian community, sometimes, you know, there's a, a lot of taboos, and we really get to unpack those. Right. Um, and so I would say, you know, for the most part, and blending um, the years of experience, I'm 20, 27 years uh, working in um, the city of Philadelphia doing sexual health education, and now partnering with the Bedroom Candy Company, and my work now with an employee assistance program where I literally talk to people all over the world who are having workplace stressors, and then, you know, when I'm doing their assessments and we get to talk about their relationships, and I would say probably about 65% of them are related to stressors that they're experiencing in their relationship, and probably half are really related to the lack of intimacy or not being able to discover new ways to enjoy and pleasure each other, you know. And right. so it just has opened up a whole new conversation uh, where I get to really – uh, talk about the things with people that they want to talk about. And if they're Christian, you know, haven't really had that safe place to kind of talk about it and really explore, you know, what really meets the needs of their marriage and not what someone else says and not to discount or discredit the Bible, but really kind of where are they in their relationship and what is it that they need. Right, right. Yeah, that's really interesting. You touched on so many things. First of all, the Black Women's Health Project is something that I've worked with in the past 20 years in my career, too. I did a lot of partnering work with them, and I really love their mission. And as you mentioned it, I thought, wow, I really should reach out to them for the podcast as well. Um, They're such a wonderful organization, and that the work that they've done in our community has been tremendous. So maybe we can do a joint podcast call with them. That would be really great further on down the road. Um, Tell me a little bit about your work with older couples. That's something that we don't talk a lot about, um, and I think it would be really interesting to hear your perspective when you have an older couple that comes in um, tell me some of the presenting issues that come up when they come into the office to talk with you. Sure. You know, it's one of the things that I have to always do is, a, is an assessment. And usually once it gets to the medical part of it where I say, you know, do you have any health concerns? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, and the, the flags for me are always around diabetes, okay. high blood pressure, because usually those are the conditions where medications may decrease Erections. Okay. Um, a, a woman is menopausal. 
you know, they, you know, they talk about, and usually I can look at the date of birth and kind of have some idea. Um, and if it's a, uh, if they're really calling about, you know, a, a marriage stressor and I look at the medical and I'll just ask the question, you know, how are things um, between you and your husband or your wife intimately? Okay. And, and one of the first things they'll say, you know, is this confidential? And I'll say, absolutely. Uh-huh. You know, and I just, let's just talk a little bit about what's happening. And mm-hmm. I mean, literally, I would say probably about 50 to 60% um, are talking about that a whole lot isn't happening. You know, okay. For a lot of different reasons. And so I just sometimes, you know, just say, you know, let's give some general information. You know, talk to your doctor. You know, let he or she know that, you know, you're you're having difficulty having an erection or, you know, having, you know, difficulty with, um, you know, vaginal dryness. You know, have those conversations right. um, so that your health care provider can know, hey, are there other options that can be placed, you know, in the medication management that can help? And then I say, you know, there's always other avenues that, you know, we can take. There are a lot of different products, you know, on the market that can help. But, you know, usually the key points for me is just really looking at age and just what the medical factors are, you know, because for many, many folks, um, I'm going to say it used to be much older where you could say 50, 60. I mean, very commonly now I get 40-year-old men who are taking high blood pressure medicine um, who can't maintain erections. Oh, wow. So there's a a relationship between high blood pressure and erectile dysfunctional, I guess? Yes. Really? A lot of of our 40-year-old men aren't talking about it. Interesting. You know, they're just kind of putting their heads in the sand. And so... You know, I usually just say let's let's open up the conversation because when they talk about the marriage stressor, if you're 40 years old or any age in that matter and you want to be intimate with your spouse and you're not able to maintain an erection, it generally brings about a whole lot of stressors. Okay. So the gateway that I end up with folks is that they're having a workplace disruption, mm-hmm. and then I get to talk to them a little further, and I find out there's more um, that's happening in their relationship with their spouses and partners that they just haven't had a place to talk about it or really come up with some good solutions. And, and believe it or not, Nadine, they're not having it with their doctors. I mean, I say to people all the time, you got to tell your doctor. They don't know. And they, they really make sex, not their doctor's business. Wow. You know, that's the place where it really should be their business. That should almost be the title, making <laughs> Don't make, you know, making sex not your doctor's business. That's really interesting. The other thing I want to not skip over, I want to ask you two specific questions. One about diabetes, because I know it's a, it's a huge problem across, you know, all ethnic groups these days. It seems to be that more and more people are struggling with diabetes, um, probably due to obesity and our diet and the amount of sugar we're having in our foods. What are some of the presenting issues with diabetes and sex? What, what are the correlations there? You know, if we had to stop from the top, I think the biggie is we hear a lot of folks having to have um, limbs amputated. Wow. Uh, so usually if I speak with a spouse and they immediately when they say, you know, my husband or my wife is um, getting prepared for your, for amputation, mm-hmm. I immediately know then, okay, you know, we now have to begin to talk about or consider, you know, what are some options for um, the intimate relationship to, 
you know, continue. Right. Or, you know, post-surgery, what is that going to look like? Many, many times. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say there's probably a lot of shame around losing a limb and then being in bed. I'm sure people have to just get adjusted to that feeling of not being or not feeling like they're whole. Absolutely. And there's a lot of Mm self-esteem issues. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, many amputees, you know, that I talk to who are maybe past rehab and trying to regain their quality of life back again, um, you know, really feel like their spouse or partner doesn't want them anymore. Um, and and 99.9% of the time is absolutely not true. You know, if I talk to the, the, the one who's had the amputee and the one who has it, you know, they're wanting that intimacy. Right. Um, and so, you know, sometimes it's just like, hey, let's think about and let's talk about some new positions. Right. You know, that you all can, you know, participate in. And, you know, I usually tell them, you know, if it's, prepping them for the surgery, you know, don't forget that intimacy doesn't have to stop. Right. You you can regain or continue as you all were. Um, For women, you know, when I talk to a lot of women with diabetes, they talk about vaginal dryness. Um, They talk about, you know, not, you know, just feeling well if they're trying to get adjusted to medications. And so they, you know, don't feel good all the time physically, but also depending on kind of where they are in uh, treatment with medication management, they don't feel sexy, you know, and that's the the one, one, you know, big comment I get is, you know, I don't feel sexy anymore. Um, And so we do some work around, you know, how to, you know, manage, you know, what needs to be managed physically, but also how to enhance and bring back that conversation, Um, especially, you know, I, I preach and teach lube. I said, if you don't do anything else, with Beverly Candy products, you know, get yourself a lubricant. And and I would say, you know, many women, they say, you know, I'm diabetic, I'm having trouble with the medication, I'm having vaginal dryness, and I say, try to lube. You know, right. so I'm always giving lube samples just so they can uh, remember to keep that part of their relationship um, thriving. You know, just because there's a medical illness, it doesn't stop. And usually I always tell folks, you know, I said, you remember who Superman was? And they'll say, yeah, we remember. I said, remember what happened when he got paralyzed? And they say, yeah. I said, this is the story I never forget when Barbara Walters turned to he and his wife, Christopher Reeves and his wife, and she asked, how was your sex life? Now, he couldn't move anything but his eyeballs and his mouth. And they both looked at each other and said it was wonderful. I said, now, really? Superman can have a great sexual relationship. What's stopping the rest of us? You know. Wow, that I I don't I didn't remember that or don't think I've ever heard that. But I think you know that's really incredible. And I think what you're speaking about too is is intimacy. Um, And so I'd love to hear you talk a little bit more about that because I often go on and on about intimacy and, you know, my feeling is is that the word intimacy is more important than sex. And Mm -hmm. I know that I have said to people, I know that intimacy is a part of sex, but I think that for a sustainable sex life, there has to be the intimacy and couples can be very intimate and loving with each other without having your typical vaginal penetration or anal penetration. You don't have to have penetration in order to to be intimate. And so I'd love to hear your thoughts about that. Well, one of the things when I, when I uh, joined Beverly Candy uh, a year and a half ago, I will have to be honest and say I kind of paused a little bit um, because being in ministry, 
uh, one of the things I I know the need right. uh, because I talked to couples, I talked to pastors, but one of the things I wanted to be was very thoughtful and intentional about how was my bedroom candy business going to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that specifically that was really kind of burning on my heart was just you know reaching uh, Christian couples um, who really just again didn't have the safe place to begin to talk about intimacy. And because, you know, my my audience, you know, really has spanned all the way up to folks who are over 70, um, we really got to talk a little bit, not just about um, the products, um, but the products that would meet their needs. Right. And, and, and I remember specifically talking to a pastor's wife, um, her and her husband, uh, currently in their late 70s, um, and he had um, a series of medical issues. And one of the things we talked about was just the part of touch mm-hmm. and massage and just, you know, being close and, you know, how even that would um, enhance the intimacy just to get them close again. Right. You know, um, I, oftentimes I get many conversations where folks are sleeping in separate bedrooms, you know, but here's the thing where, you know, I remember even in uh, being trained as a therapist and my supervisor saying, if we can just get people to hold hands again um, and how powerful just the touch is, you know, and right. so we get to talk about, you know, what products just meet you right where you are, you know, right. the massage oils, the the helping hand, the, the heartthrob, you know, those things to really get folks reconnected again. Um, and not feeling like, like you said, you know, maybe it just has to be only this way. No, there are many ways to be intimate, you know, with someone and just and rediscovering, you know, oftentimes with um, some couples, I find that there's been such a, a, a gap in the time that they've really had that closeness. It's like, what can we do to kind of bring it back together um, so that you all don't feel like, you know, it's only, like you mentioned, vaginal penetration. You know, there's so many other ways. And and couples, you know, when I talk about, you know, we meet you right where you are. And and when I say, you know, just touch or massage, Mm -hmm. it's like you see folks smiling, you know, like, oh, okay. You know, like, yeah, that's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Right, right, absolutely, absolutely, and you know, you 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 know, we've touched a lot on Christian couples, and really, it's it's about couples, and I, I find that um, another one of our leading uh, sales consultants, Trenda Nelson, also does a lot of work in the religious community, and it's just very interesting, and I'm trying to come up with my own um, hypothesis about what this is about, and um, I don't know if it's that Christian or religious couples, um, you know, feel a deep, I won't say deeper, but I'll just say a deep commitment to their relationship, and then when they get into their third their forties, fifties, sixties, or probably more like fifties and sixties, when sex begins to become more complicated because one, you're not as young anymore, two, you get really busy with life, three, you've got health problems that are affecting your ability to perform sexually, that in their commitment 
to their marriage, they then are willing to seek out support. Like what fun things can we do as a couple to really ignite the flame? Um, And maybe, you know, there's something there with reaching out within that community because they really do want the help. They're less... Absolutely. You know, they're less apt to maybe stray outside their marriage, but they really are wanting to make their marriages work. And then to meet someone like yourself who is a bedroom candy consultant who can sit with them and say, here's the different kind of lubes we have. I was also thinking, as you were talking about high blood pressure and erectile dysfunction, that probably something like Ignite Me, um, you know, those, you know, stimulants might actually be very helpful for um, for a man and a woman. You know, the stimulants that we have that are that are natural and can help them sustain an erection. I will tell you my, my if I had to say the top seller mm-hmm. for that particular age group is the Rise and Shine. Interesting. You know, as okay. soon as I demo it and I say, you know, here's what this product does, and as soon as I talk about helping to maintain the erection, you know, it's like all ears perk up and folks really want to talk about, and that's when they begin to talk about some of the, the issues around the high blood pressure and the diabetes and difficulty maintaining erection. Um, but the rise and shine is one of those ones. If if I only put out the rise and shine, a lubricant, and the make me over, mm-hmm. I would say those are the things that really um, uh, my my church ladies really kind of will say, Tawanda, I need to order that. So tell me what it is again. Rise and shine. The rise and shine, a lubricant, uh-huh. the all natural lubricant, uh-huh. and the make me over. And the make me, yes, the make me over, I would think, would be a great product. I was also thinking stamina. I said ignite me, but I meant stamina, which helps men sustain an erection. I thought that would probably be a good one in that lineup as well. Yep, and the bewitch me. And those are, you know, because, again, when we talk about the introducing um, uh, touch, not being offensive, Mm -hmm. you know, when you look at those products, you know, if you looked at them, it's like, okay, what is that? You know, and it doesn't look like anything that would make, you know, someone uh, scared. You know, be, <laughs> you're right, like, what, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> Where do you think you're going to put that? <laughs> but, uh, right, I was trying to, I was, I was dancing, I was bobbing and weaving, and they like, how was it? Yes, it doesn't scare them. But, again, it brings, <laughs> but it brings play back into sex. And, you know, and so many couples, you know, when we talk about how to make things fun, I mean, if I had to, you know, look at the expressions and I say, you know, let's have fun, you know, even the control me or the groove me, things again that say, okay, we can have some fun. And I mean, I literally hear folks giggling in the room like, okay, yeah, that's fun. Um, and, 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 And they're not put off by it. You know, the men are not put off at all by it. You know, and I use myself always, and they laugh at me in the office all the time, Brian, Suki, all of them. They're always laughing at me because, you know, I wasn't a sex toy queen before I joined the company. So it was interesting, you know, Suki will be talking to me and, you know, she'll show me a product. And I'm like, where where do they put that? And, and why does it have to have all that stuff on it, you know? And we're always joking about it. But the toys that really appeal to me are the ones that are fun 
you know, like Groove or Control Me. Those, to me, are a lot of fun. And I'm like, if at my age, if I got to use this stuff, I don't want it to be really serious and scary. I want to be able to giggle and I want to laugh. And, you know, I've said to couples before, I said, you know, if you don't even want to start thinking about you know, regular penetration and sex, you know, get the make me over. I don't know anybody over 50 whose back doesn't hurt them, you know. And so you're lying in bed, you can put some massage oil on, and then you turn on that, you know, make me over, you slip it onto your hand, and you just massage your your partner's lower back, you know, you know, that's like heaven on earth. If somebody turned that on every night and just rubbed it around your shoulders that could hurt or your lower back that's hurting, if they know that's where you've got pain, and they just did that for three minutes, that to me is heaven. That's intimacy, and that's where it begins. Whatever unfolds after that initial massage is icing on the cake, but that's where you can start. And it could put a smile on your face. It could make you feel good. I mean, somebody using the Bewitch Me and rubbing the bottom of your feet with it could be really an orgasmic experience. Absolutely. And and, and the way I, I generally demo it when, you know, and it's almost, yeah, I do gauge my audience. Uh-huh. <laughs> Depends on, you know, is how I kind of start. Just and I, and generally, you know, honestly, Nadine, when I, um, I'm and before a church audience, um, and I kind of see who's in the room, I usually start honestly with the medical stuff. Okay. And the medical issues that I have, and 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 I see the heads nodding like yes. And then we just kind of go from there. And those products, and I tell them, you know, when you look at them, if I pull this out, you know, it doesn't look scary. You know, it doesn't have a whole lot of bells and whistles to it, but it also has enough that it can bring just some closeness and intimacy between you and your partner and help you relax. You know, as you mentioned, how many people have aches and pains? Right. Um, and, and, And I literally see the heads nodding. You know, I don't get that deer in the headlock look like, what in the world is that? Like, I And I always tell them, well, we got some stuff that can make you look like, what is that? <laughs> you know, but generally when it comes to um, working in the Christian community, you know, I, I keep it to a pace that people feel comfortable. And if they want more, you know, and here's the catalog. And I remember listening to, you know, one of your podcasts, and you said, if you don't do anything but put a lube on the table, I always remember that, Nadine. <gasps> and sometimes when I get to, I just put the lube on the table, and somebody, sure enough, comes up and says, what is that? <laughs> wow. And we get to open up the conversations. Yeah, because you definitely can't put everything on the table. Right. Uh, but those those products that I know are safe, I've had the wonderful opportunity to partner with churches who, with their marriage fellowships, will say, hey, can you come? We're having an event with wives groups locally here in uh, Philadelphia and Pennsylvania. I even had a synagogue say, can you come? We talked to the rabbi. Wow. Community, you know, because it was like, this is so needed. So, you know, folks, whether Christian or other religions, they're having the conversations. Again, it's just having the you know, creating the safe places to, you know, talk about them and then really give them solutions to what they're experiencing or not experiencing, you know, in their intimate relationships with their spouses. 
Right, right. That's just wonderful. And I think a lot of, you know, I I hope that a lot of our consultants will listen to this week's podcast because I think that, you know, when we think about sex toys, we often think about, you know, our you know, the 30-something very sexually active woman or man who's in, you know, has a, an active, healthy sex life and they want the toys to have fun and whatever. But I think the community of people, couples, uh, people who are, you know, 50-plus, that's a very overlooked market. And what I have found in speaking to some of our top consultants, it's actually where they're doing a lot of their selling because these mm-hmm. are people who are needing the support, who still want to have sex, who still want to have fun, and they need the toys. They need the stamina and the Ignite Me and the good lubes in order to um, to enjoy themselves and to enhance their sex life because all of us start getting problems with blood pressure or diabetes or mm-hmm. I was even thinking the other thing I wanted to ask you about, I know that particularly for black women, um, I mean for all women, but for black women, heart disease is, one of, is the number one killer. And so I would assume that, again, women who are having heart disease might also be um, cautious about having sex or having any kind of strenuous activity. And so what are some of the things you might recommend for them? And I think we've kind of talked about it, like, you know, um, make me over and stuff may be nice, but do you have any other thoughts for women? I think one of the things, and, it, and it's a very taboo topic and discussion uh, in, in churches, is oral sex. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things, you know, I talk about is the flavored lubes and the things that bring people to experience orgasm and pleasure and mm-hmm. and just really just asking, you know, I tell people quietly, answer the question, what brings you pleasure? Um, and we always will have, I will always have one person say, you know, oral sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and I go back to Christopher, Christopher Reeve and his wife. Mm-hmm. He can only move his eyes and his tongue. And his wife was smiling. You know, and and a pastor years ago who I was um, training under, I remember he, you know, clearly was clearly like, once you close that door and you pull down your shades, whatever happens in that bedroom between you and your husband, the bed is undefiled, and that's between you and your husband. And so many, you know, women will secretly want to talk about um, and quietly and privately talk about, you know, oral sex, but it's whatever it is for that particular couple. And sometimes, you know, I have to uh, encourage couples, you know, explore, you know, what brings you pleasure. And oftentimes some, because of uh, what folks perceive, you know, the Bible may say about it, you know, they have the desire or interest in it, but never really have had the conversation. And so sometimes it is with, you know, counseling and coaching and Supporting and uh, offering, you know, you know, flavored lubes or other things, um, our feminine washes and our, our you know, our spray mm-hmm. um, that, you know, we, I tell women, you know, here's an opportunity for you to rediscover what brings you pleasure. Right. Um, I had uh, one woman, I think she had either one or two open heart surgeries, and, and truth be told, she was afraid. And I said, then take it slow. You can start with touch or whatever you feel like would make you feel good. You know, right? And so she was a little open to say, "Okay, can we try the flavor loop?" I said, "Absolutely," and then come back to me. I think right. that's the other thing. You know, I try to create the space for, you know, folks privately to come back 
you know, call me and have, you know, let's have the conversation, you know, right. so that we can get you what you need. Right. Oh, this has been really, really tremendous, and I thank you so much for being on the call with me. I, you know, this is just really wonderful, and I would love to talk to you again. I think um, the next time I would like to talk about um, younger folks. Like I often, one of the, I mean, again, like we talk a lot about the the middle age, the 30 and the 40-somethings and having great sex lives. We don't often talk about older couples and couples and people within the Christian community. But one of the things I'd like to talk about um, would be young adults. And Mm -hmm. um, I would love to talk about your experience with young adults and um, because I think their world, um, when I listen to the lyrics of the music that they're listening to, I often think about how challenging it must be for young women to figure out who they are sexually and also for young men to figure out what's appropriate and what's not, what what what's what's good touch and what's bad touch. And I would love to to really begin to have our bedroom candy consultants uh begin to talk with people, even at a party, you know, I can imagine having a party with parents talking about how do you discuss condoms and lubricants with your young adult children and safe sex, Um, because I think when we don't talk about it, we leave our kids out there and they're vulnerable, Um, and I think I'd love to have a conversation with you about that, but thank you so much for being on this week's episode. of the business of pleasure, Tawanda. It was really an honor and a pleasure to have you on the call, um, and thank you. I look forward to meeting you in person, hopefully at our Bedroom Candy Convention, or I'm going to have to come out to maybe Philadelphia and come to one of your events soon. But it was great having you on the business of pleasure today. Thank you, Nadine. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I think this is it for today. Uh, 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 the Bedroom Candy Business of Pleasure podcast was brought to you by Bedroom Candy Boutique Parties. Consult a Bedroom Candy consultant in your area. And Tawanda, what is your uh, consultant ID number if somebody wanted to reach you? Sure. I am a team leader uh, with just the two of us, and my consultant ID is 6911. Great. So you can reach out to Tawanda that way. And thank you for listening to our Business of Pleasure podcast. Have a good day. The Business of Pleasure is brought to you by Bedroom Candy Boutique Parties. To shop with us, visit us at www.bedroomcandy.com. To join our team of consultants who own their own home-based businesses, join us online and enter the code BOP2017. That will get you a 10% discount on your starter kit. Join us today.